Precure Podcast Engage. Welcome to Precur Podcast Engage, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Precur franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chipo. And I'm Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy. And today we are watching episode 47, the very last episode of Futaiwa Max Heart. Open the door. The story begins here. Also known as. Sorry, actually, you got yours wrong, Charlie. It's oh, the sorry. story begins from here. The story begins from here. I'm sorry, y'all. I can't that's, read. That's important because that's the only difference between that and open the door. The story begins here, which is the also known as. Exiled from the podcast. Uh, yeah. that, that would be unfortunate. All right, Cassidy, you have to do this all by yourself. And I don't have to do it all by myself. I got a special guest here <laughs> for episode number 100 of Prepod Engage. Hi, it's a me, Josie. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, I'm really glad to be here. I'm the trans pretty cure. We're all trans here. <laughs> yeah, but I but I'm I'm the one who's colored like the flag. Okay. When I do okay, my okay. transformation. Uh, also, real quick, you, you, your pronouns. We, I realize we don't do that much with our guests, and we also don't do that much with ourselves. But we're on the yeah. show all the time. Our guests oh. aren't. Yeah. Hi, I'm Josie. I use she/her and it/its pronouns. I'm actually leaning more on the it, it side lately, so let's go with that. Okay. Okay. Yes, it, this is our 100th episode of Pretty Cure. Not overall. We've passed that point of the podcast in general, but out of all the Pretty Cure episodes, this is the one. Yeah, not one. counting Ben Woo! 10 or that episode where we talked about Heathcliff or that other episode where we talked about Kathy <laughs> or that other episode where I argued with Jeremy about whether or not Yu-Gi-Oh is a, pretty, or a Magical Girl series. Not counting Magical Girl Sommelier, not counting the Pretty Cure recap episode. See, that's a that's an interesting discussion, though, because you could lean into Yugi being a variety of different tropes. Sorry, I won't drag us to back to that episode. You should go give it a listen if you haven't. Yeah, it's a I'm good episode. Gonna. I was yeah. the unbiased very biased the very the very biased. very biased but on both sides yes <laughs> equally biased <laughs> just sowing chaos it's true anyways charlie you have questions that you normally I do have ask questions. yes josie i have some questions for you i might have some answers for you but i might choose to remain mysterious oh okay <laughs> have you seen pretty hero before uh i haven't in preparation for this, I watched the episode in question and also the first two episodes of the whole thing and skipped everything in between on purpose just to see if it held up. <laughs> and you know what? I didn't feel super lost watching the finale. That's good. That is good. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to think of the questions we ask our guests who haven't seen Pretty Cure. I feel like there's less questions than we than those who have. Um, you normally also ask, uh, who do you like more, Cure Black or Cure White? That's true. Who do you like, Cure Black, Cure White, or Shiny Luminous, since we're including her for this season? Uh, I'm definitely a Cure Black sort of gal. I might be won over to this show purely on the strength of her design alone. Oh, it's so fucking good. Oh, it, it's so cute. It's very good. And I like that she's sporty. Um, I will say that just seeing Shining Luminous, I was like, she's the trans one. I don't know why, but I was just sort of like, this is the one the trans girls project onto for some reason. That Those are just the vibes I'm having. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure if I'd ever considered that, but that's a base entire, like, I know the whole thing with her, and so I don't see it that way. But yeah, I guess like, sight unseen definitely could be seen that way. Mm -hmm. When are we going to get a canonical trans pretty cure? Toei, if you're listening. Well, we've got a maybe canonically non-binary character in the current season. Ooh. In that, as far as I've heard, they have not actually gendered them at all. Excellent. Yes, I know exactly which character you're talking about. Um, And if you want a character that could be coded as trans for Pretty Cure, 
um, one of the characters from uh, Heart Catch. Uh, I, Ted Kid, and as trans. Well, I know which one I'm going to next. Or do I need to watch them all in order and they're all continuous? Uh, well, no, no, no. Listen, the, these are the only two seasons that, well, that's not true. There's actually, no. there's a couple series that have two seasons, but most of them are standalone. Yeah. Gotcha. So one and two are, um, two is sequel to one and five is sequel to four, but everything else is a standalone unless you want to watch the, uh, the all-star movies. movies, in which case I mean, I'm sure you could still watch them. You just probably not recognize all the characters in them. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, based on this, uh, these these episodes you've seen, um, I feel like I know the answer. But are you are are you going to continue to watch Pretty Cure? Oh yeah, I, I might not watch every episode, but yeah, I'm interested. I'm into this. It was cute, and we're having a lot of emotions. And I have a feeling if I had watched it all the way through, I I would have a little bit more tears in my eyes at the end of the finale. Yeah, I definitely got emotional when I got to the end of the episode. But I was emotional in the middle of the episode. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I was emotional in the middle of the episode, too. Especially, like, with what, how this... Op- I will say one thing about this episode is that it feels like some of the stuff happened really fast, but I don't, I don't think it's a big thing. Yeah, well, it did seem like it was leading directly in from the previous episode. Yes. Like it's all meant to be taken as one big fight rather than mm-hmm. this being its own thing. Yeah. Uh, so you said you're probably going to go through and like watch some more of it. But aside from that, are there any questions you'd like to ask for context before we begin? Uh, who is the bad guy? Because I don't think he was even given i don't think his name was even said in this episode i just know him as evil chin man because he goes through three forms quite rapidly in this episode and his chin gets proportionally longer in each of them so his his name is baldez this season this season in particular compared to the first season has a a bad does a bad job of saying characters names Mm. uh (laughs) in that there's a character whose name we get for the first time in this episode despite having shown up for basically every episode since episode five. Yeah, but really? like, I mean, did he need a name up until now? I don't <laughs> oh, think... I mean, we had to refer to him explicitly as a mansion boy this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, I don't feel like the dark the the dark dudes will really uh, focus on naming him. Uh, yeah, so basically he, his name is Baltez and he fuses and becomes one with the the jaku king who is the dark king of the dasuku zone or dark zone yes gotcha which i was not expecting but we'll we'll get there yes because we start this episode off kind of sad we get a flashback so i wasn't entirely wrong when i joked that this was just gonna be a, a clip show we get a bit of clips from previous seasons uh, well, that's later uh, this this first clip isn't from. <laughs> I know. Is... I'm... <laughs> we we get a flashback to when uh, Honoka is very young and her parents are leaving um, because in the show Honoka's parents are just they travel the world and they only come back for Honoka's birth birthday. So this is the the moment when they leave her behind with her grandmother. And they're playing the music box version of the intro, and that fucking will get me any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and later they did the thing where the theme song kicks in for the action scene, and I'm like, yes, that's the best music trope. Yes. Anyways, we cut from this, like, somber, sad uh, flashback to Baldez exploding. <laughs> I love that, too. <laughs> I don't know what, and then Baldez explodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we get the opening. What do you think of the opening? Which, I gotta say, I am all about the opening. opening. It's good, it's, it's good. It's catchy as shit and cute, and I love it. Yes. You've heard both versions of it, because you watched the first two episodes of Fataiwa. Although this uh, version only adds the word Max Heart into it. Yeah. Uh, There's a few other instruments, I think, but... Yeah. It's mostly the same. And and I like them both. Puri, Puri, I love it. Yes. It's very good. It's gonna It's going to be weird having a new opening and uh, when we when we start talking about the next season that we're talking about yeah we've been listening to this opening for three years now 
Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, not four. it's like, yeah, okay. Like, I haven't been the best at keeping up, but I know y'all have been doing this for a very long time. <laughs> and I didn't know how much pretty cure there was, so I was so I looked it up and I was like, oh, they're only on the end of season two. Yeah, only... you all are set for life. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's fun. <laughs> the way I remember um, how long we've been doing this is that Cassidy agreed to do this podcast with me five days before we started dating, and then we started actually posting the episodes after recording for a bit in February of two thousand nineteen. Nineteen, yes. Um, so it's been about. Three and a half, almost three and a half years. Yeah. By this point. It's almost been a year and a half of just Max Hart at this point, yeah. too. Because mm. so we started that in on Valentine's Day. We started releasing episodes on Valentine's Day of 2021. And I think every queer, queer person can relate to the experience of starting a podcast with someone you're dating. Yeah. Totally universal experience. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't dating just yet, but by the time we started actually recording, we were a couple. <laughs> yeah no here's the here's the thing if you decide to go back and listen to episodes of this podcast in addition to watching the show josie mm -hmm. uh i will warn you there is an episode of the podcast that based on the subject of this episode we ended up just planning wedding yes it was, it was wedding planning in the middle of an episode that's so cute <laughs> i will also say this is before we got engaged but <laughs> at that point we already knew we wanted to get married <laughs> You two are adorable. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we cut back from the opening and Baldez is like, hey, this is the end for you because you can't move. You can't do shit. Because at the end of last episode, they got their devices destroyed by the, the other bracelets. Yeah. By the other three who you don't get to see this episode uh, because they're already dead. They sacrifice themselves to kind of immobilize the pretty cure. Oh. Like, straight up dead? Yeah. Oh, well, they return okay. to darkness. Gotcha. Which is, essentially means they are dead, yes. Gotcha. <laughs> but Nagisa tries to move. She tries to, like, get up to fight. But Honoka says, no, no, it's it's fine. Um, and this is when they see... This is when uh, they see the statue of tomorrow, which is in front of their school. And they get sad because, you know, they didn't, they didn't get to graduate middle school. They failed. Yeah, the world's going to be destroyed. Yep. I can't believe they're, they're ending the show with everything just being destroyed. Yeah, yeah it's a total tragedy. <laughs> Long before <laughs> Madoka, even. Yeah. <laughs> this is 2005. <laughs> uh, but, like, despite everything, like, going bad right now, Meeple and Mipple, who are the fairies, say they are still happy to have known the cures. Yeah. And this, uh, this, Nagisa starts crying, and Meeple's like, oh, don't cry. And eventually, Honoka also starts to cry, and they're like, hey, it's all right. We'll be together, always. It's very sad. And then the ground gives out, and they fall into darkness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very sad. Mm -hmm. But their tree is still around. Yep. So we see Hikari is uh, still in that uh, place where... The queen is talking to her through the chair. Yeah, I just uh, called it the rainbow void because that's essentially yeah. what it is. <laughs> and Hikari's like, hey, it's my love for everyone. That's the reason why I'll become the queen. Hikari, you see at the end of this episode, a giant lady who's fighting the giant darkness man. That's mm -hmm. the queen. She died last at, I guess this last is spoilers. Season. At the end of last season's. Um, I guess you can't come into this episode and not get spoiled. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think we need to worry about that. <laughs> I don't think I would have agreed to be here if I was going to be like, oh, no spoilers. And she became part of herself became Hikari. And Hikari, over the course of the season, has been like, there's been this big thing of like, is Hikari going to become the queen and just disappear? Um, and so she says, you know, it's my love for everyone that I decided I'm going to become the queen and then the queen's like, it's also for that reason you can't become the queen. Your your love is tying you too strongly to this world. Yes. <laughs> you have to embrace the rainbow void. You you do. The queen calls out to Poland and Lulin. Yeah, Poland's here now. Poland is here now. 
The babies are here. <laughs> God, I love them. I love them too. And the queen says, recall your names once again. There is uh, Polin, the prince of the Field of Light, who... Did, did, I didn't actually He will him. lead the way to the future. Yes. And Lulin, the princess of light, who will spin the thread of the future. And Hakari will create her own future, which is, which is nice. I, I take it their names were hidden this whole time? Or no, where th- was she just reminding them? Like, yeah, just like, yeah. hey, remember, you gotta, yeah, look towards the future. Um, we, cause we also get a, uh, Meeple and Mipple's uh full titles during this episode. Yeah, the uh the warrior of light or whatever, guardian of light, something the like that. The chosen warrior. Chosen warrior and the princess, two princesses, and she's not even like related. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, we don't know that. Maybe she is related to uh, Poland and Lulin. Cousin of. Cousin. <laughs> <laughs> you think Vipova gets jealous she won't become a giant lady one day? Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, we get more flashback scenes to the cures when they were younger. Yes. Uh, it was these scenes that uh, I really started like tearing up at. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a specific moment that happens right towards the end of this that's like really fucking hit me. Yeah. Of um, because it's you know, it's just like their parent, you know, Honika's grandmother and Nagisa's parents trying to like comfort them. Yeah. Uh, after like, you know Honika after being left alone and Nagisa after falling right in the middle of a track meet. Which she still somehow won. Yeah. yeah. Nagasa's fast. I, I, I believe that baby <laughs> Nagasa was good at sports. Uh, and so, like, right as, like, the end of this is happening, the, uh, the parental figures, like, turn off to the side and look towards the door. Yeah. And standing in the door is, like, modern, cure, black and cure white. Yeah. And that was really fucking cool. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was very mm-hmm. touching. Being like, you know, you you, ha- you need courage to accept when things don't go right, and like trying to encourage them. And they look at the who, like the current forms, and being like, "Listen, it's okay. You, you got this." And I, I was I was like, "This is gonna make me cry." I didn't cry, <laughs> but I could feel it. I'm like, God. <laughs> and you, like, it very directly leads into the thing that happens next in like you know a thing that will happen a little bit after that too of like okay yeah the that pit that they fell into bam blast of light as they come back and they have their sparkle bracelets back hell yeah uh, so the sparkle bracelet is basically like a little device that appears on their wrist um you know how when goku does the spirit bomb and he needs all uh-huh. the energy from the people of earth or whatever yeah they pull energy from the hopes and dreams of every living thing on the planet, and it becomes a sparkle bracelet. Yep. To give them power. It's the power of creation, which... the Power to like... create all things. Yes. <laughs> the, the the subs that we were using for this season are, like, really, like, verbose when they don't need to be. Yeah. Compared to Crunchyroll's subs for season one of just, like, yeah, it's the power of creation, though. You don't need to call it the power to create all things. <laughs> <laughs> yes but they they are back and they're ready to uh destroy baldez and this is when the opening starts to play yeah Theme song kicks in yeah i i gotta say i really like how frantic like the choreography and animation is in this show like they're magical girls but they're not graceful they're like no. getting in there and dbz punching them and there's like and Nagisa is kind of flying all over the place when she jumps. It's really great. Oh, and and Honika spins so much. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. That's one thing I really like about Pretty Cure is that there's a lot of like really physical uh, fighting besides just the magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those things where like I read when I was reading the Wikipedia article for Pretty Cure, they referred to it as a tokusatsu show, and like that is very apparent in a lot of the ways like the choreography and stuff goes. Yeah, and I th- I think um from what sorry, oh good, I think uh from what I remember is that Pretty Cure was kind of um Toei being like we want to make like a, a tosu- tokusatsu show but for girls, and that's how the Pretty Cure franchise came to be. 
that makes a lot of sense, honestly. We want to sell toys, too. <laughs> but to girls. Yeah. <laughs> but also the fighting works good with the very 2003 design of the really big poofy boots and, like, big so hand good. gauntlets. It's so it good. It's so good. Matches up really well. <laughs> And we get um, a part where they say, you're not just fighting us. You're fighting all of the life here. And we see, like, everyone, like, they know behind them in gold. Yeah. So, basically, anytime they use, like, they summon the sparkle bracelets, like, a, a wave of gold crashes over the, the planet. And it's just nice to see, like, yeah, gold. the golden light is the power of life. Yeah. I have a question about that, actually, because... Uh -huh. The city gets really fucked up. Don't worry and about it. The whole planet does, but everything's fine afterward. But also, everyone's gone during the fight. Is there a mechanism for that, or do they just not explain how everything's fine? They never explain it, but the the general gist is like the moment that the bad guys show up and like put their like dark spin on the world. It's essentially treated like another dimension for all intents. Mm. It's like um. To reference a, a piece of cultural media in Doctor Strange when they go into the mirror dimension to fight. It's like gotcha. that. But without okay. as much reality bending stuff. It's more like we can go here and destroy everything and not have to worry about it without having to fly out into the middle of a desert. Right. Like yeah. in Dragon Ball. Or like in other tokusatsu shows where entire cities are the empty building district. Yeah. Yes. It's just like, all right, we're going to make everybody fall asleep and then they'll disappear. And now you have just an empty city to fuck up. And when you're done, everything will be back to normal. Yeah. Gotcha. Which is extra good because a lot of times when they make their big monster of the week, it's they're turning a like landmark or some feature of the environment into a big monster. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like if the bad guys win, they get to go through to the actual earth and fuck it up. Yeah. Although not always um, do things like return to normal. I will never forget the footprint on the vacuum cleaner. Th that happened once. <laughs> episode <and> one. <laughs> the episode one. <laughs> or episode two. two. Sorry. Yes. Fucking Pissard's vacuum cleaner adventure. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a foot on that vacuum cleaner, and that's the only time anything from fighting um, remains. And I, I, maybe they were going to do more with that and decided it's better not to. <laughs> it's kind of like how they had that one move for, oh, we got to need to remove the, the dark influence from this thing without destroying it. And we have a move for that. And they use that move twice. And every other time they're just like, no, let's just blow it up. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Even when we're like, they're definitely going to use the, that move for this, right? And, no, they don't. No, it gets no. used twice. I feel like it gets used like maybe three times, but it didn't get used a lot. <laughs> so they... Anyways, yeah, the golden ghosts of everyone stands behind them and they punch yes. Baldez. Yeah, they stop his big move, do their own big move. Yes, the marble screw max sparkle. Yes. And my next note here just says, eat shit, idiot. <laughs> Fuck you I... and your gigantic chin. Now, what I thought was going to happen after this is that Baldez was going to be destroyed and then they would just focus on the Jakku King because the Jakku King is still out there in the distance. What instead happens is that Baldez is still there, but he's no longer like he's only wearing like his bodysuit. Um, he doesn't have like his cloth clothing and he essentially fuses with the Jakku King. And I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I, I've been having this thought. I don't know if I ever, like, vocalized it, but I, I've been thinking constantly, like, Baldez is up to something. He seems like he's got schemes beyond re resurrecting the Jaku King. Um, and with this, it makes it feel like, oh, yeah, no, his plan this whole time was to become the, the new Dark King. Mm. Yeah. And not just resummon the old one. And that might be why, like... He was so focused on getting uh, Hikari and the mansion boy to, to face off with each other because like maybe that would mess up with the development of the, the Dark King because he still hasn't been talking, the Shaku King, after yeah. being resurrected. 
Yeah, and it doesn't seem like he's possessed or anything, so I think he's just assuming that role. Yeah. Yeah. So that bastard was a traitor this whole time. <laughs> Can't believe it. So yeah, he, he becomes goop mode. He looks like a Zakena. <laughs> he's a god now, apparently. Goop for the goop god. Each <laughs> level's 12 city blocks. <laughs> um, and then we get the ad break. It's very funny. It is pretty funny that they keep the ad stingers and the theme song in for this, because I feel like even in kids' anime, for a final battle like this, they usually drop those out, but... <laughs> I think the, maybe the funniest part is that they are still using the same ending for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, so they just try to, like, continue to fight him, but they can't even get close to him because every time they try to, it, he just gets, he just launches them back with just an exertion of force. Not even, yeah. like, firing any beams. He's, just, like, pointing at them and they go flying. He's too strong now for them. Mm-hmm. Who can really fight the power of Goop? Who could? I know I can't. <laughs> That's on Cassidy's list. <laughs> so we we go back to Hikari. Yes. And the queen's like, the guy to the future is Poland. And the one who spins the thread is Lulin. And tomorrow, with our own hands. No. With everyone's hands. It's the part where everybody puts their hands in and we pull them out and we go, woo-hoo-hoo. -hoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of hands. But uh, this is when Hikari is like, hey, I understand now. Like, I, I get it now. Like, I get it. I don't know what she understands, honestly. Neither. I don't understand either. I, mean, I thought she, she was going to like go back to join the cures and then they were going to join their power separately. And, but yes. they save that until the end and after she has already become the queen. Yeah. I guess maybe she understands the reasons why she has to become the queen, even though she already accepted the fact that she has to become the queen. Or maybe it's because like what happens at the end of the episode. Yeah. It's hard to say. Maybe she understands what being queen actually means. That's possible. Yes, but Baldez is is still like just destroying the world. Like the field of rainbow is is is, is just everything's awful. <laughs> There's like floating chunks of earth. Yeah, they're just uh, Nagisa and Hanukkah are just like floating on a piece of rock with a tree that they've apparently been to before. I don't remember this tree. N isn't this the tree? Okay, you remember the the episode about World War II? Oh, you know what? That might be I'm this sorry. tree. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> There's an episode in the first season where uh, Honoka's grandmother talks about the horror of World War II. I mean... <laughs> it's not, that's not a joke. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> Neither were we. At we all. We got to that episode. <laughs> Um, but I'm I'm pretty sure this is that tree, because <laughs> that's the only uh, important tree that I can think about. You think the tree that Uraganos got stuck in, not Uraganos, fucking um, Geki Drago got stuck in, wasn't important. You think that wasn't an important tree? No, I'm sorry. That was from the bear episode. Was it the bear episode? I thought this was. I no, wasn't that the episode when the two of them were fighting? I don't fucking remember. <laughs> Either way, it is pretty funny to just see this one little mat land mass with a tree on it, and then the world is just fucked up abyss beyond that. Yeah, sure is. they just start thinking about all the things that they didn't finish doing. Like Nagisa hasn't finished her homework or her graduation essays. Yeah, what if I was like, gonna oh, buy some clams? Yeah, what are we gonna do for the soup now? I get the point of that thought, but I don't know. I feel like even. As a child, the first thing I would go to for unfinished business was not my homework. It's like the little immediate things that you were going to do that day. Kind yeah. of, I think is like, yeah, it's fun. And they were like, all right, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to come over. We're going to have those clams, clam miso for, for dinner or whatever. And then you're going to help me with my graduation essay. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
And Meeple's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, we're, f- we're free to talk about whatever we want. The world's ending. Yeah, listen, everything is horrible. We can t- we can talk about this if we want to. <laughs> and this, like, inspires Honoka. She's like, you know what? You're right. We are, we free. are free. The space inside everyone's hearts is free. Aw. Yes. With courage and hope, we can win. They will never, ever lose to anyone. Chosen warrior, princess of light and hope. Let's fucking go! And the prism stones uh, activate from the field of light. Yeah. Triggering the power of creation. Yeah, I wrote the power of creation is going wild. Yeah, it's going nuts. What does it do? It just makes them strong. Yeah. Yeah. They, they show up, they, they land in front of Baldaz and decide to do their intro. Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> <laughs> This is the thing they normally say after transforming. Well, you you gotta reassert your identity after a crisis. That's just mm-hmm. how these things go. That's true. Uh, and so Baldas tries to knock them back this time, but they keep, like, they manage to weather each of these and make it forward and start doing attacks. Yes. This is when we get the flashbacks to previous what? episodes. Th- th- oh, this. yes, yes, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, because he's like, why won't you fall? My power is like a god. Yeah. We can't be defeated here. So much has happened, but we overcame it. So we won't. Here and now. We lose to the likes of you. Yeah. Also, we have the power of creation, which is like the iconic god thing to have. Mm-hmm. And so they got like a slightly golden aura as they start just r- r- running roughshod on fucking... <laughs> yeah. Baldez. Uh there's literally a shot of them flying at him like a comet. Yeah, that's what I wrote. That that they attack like a meteorite, just fucking coming at Baldez. At Dark King Baldez. Uh, the the Dark Dude's chains break. Yep. Even though the Dark Dude isn't there anymore. His chains are still there. Yeah. I don't know what they're attached to. Just something. Probably more darkness. The earth is shaking and the cures look down a pit because they just launched Baldez down into darkness. Yeah. Um, but he's a big guy now. Yeah, he becomes large. He becomes uh, dark dude sized. Yes. And uh, my notes, I don't know why I was fucking possessed to write this, but I, here's my <laughs> note verbatim. Baldez becomes the big guy and smacks the planet like a seal smacking its belly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and his chin becomes even bigger it yes. does so he tries to like destroy things but he is staffed by two golden hands because finally the queen is here and she's not a big cgi lady this time she's not a big cgi lady this time it's because of hikari she's like regular 2d animated <laughs> Hikari gave her t- to remove the 3D and made her 2D. <laughs> yeah, it's because Hikari's still separate. Yeah. She's only got two of the dimensions. All I want to do is see you turn into a giant woman. A giant woman. <laughs> Dark dude Baldez is like, hey, we're equal. You know, like, we got equal powers. And if we're both destroyed, the world will fall into nothingness. Yes, chaos, as they mentioned chaos. previously. Yes, chaos will wane. Uh, but her wish, the queen's wish, is for light and dark to be in balance. To allow the future to happen and not control it. Yeah, for you see, you and I have one difference. I want to give all life a chance to live. Fuck you. <laughs> and then Hikari's separate here. She's still around. Yeah. She's like, hey, listen, it's my choice to become the queen... I don't regret it, uh, but it's still hard to say goodbye. Yeah, and she mm-hmm. starts crying. Our futures will always be linked together forever and always. Yeah. This is the ultimate power. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos control. Uh, it's so sad. Um, but yeah, this is this is the way to the future, and they use Extreme Luminario Max. I fucking love the word Illuminario. It's so good. I love that as a name for a move. It's it's great. I love it. If I was a wrestler, I would probably just call my, my finishing move the Extreme Luminario. Hell yeah. It could be anything. It could be. 
I don't know too much. Yeah, about you're wrestling. not. It, yeah, you're not really shackled to anything with that. But for some reason, I imagined it being a six one nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have to work on my core strength. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> I believe in you, Cassidy. So yeah, as the, as the light overlaps everything, and then we cut to the world from space. Yep. Uh, the cures are wondering if this will be the end and if they'll see the fairies again or Hikari. Yeah. And um, we get to see them graduate from middle school as it, it plays the it plays an, an ending song as we see them like graduating from middle school. Um, there's a, a funny picture they get to take. Cause yeah, everybody falls over except for Honoka. Yeah. <laughs> Honoka's sad about missing Meeple. She starts to cry. Yeah. Yeah, she just starts fucking sobbing. It's it's fucked mm-hmm. up. Um, we see the queen is on her throne, back to being CGI. Um, the role of the legendary warrior is over. They choose their own path now. Yeah, the power of creation apparently helped Polo and Lulin and also the cures. Yeah. Uh, Wisdom's very surprised about the power of the babies, but you should never doubt the babies. They're so fucking powerful. Lulin <laughs> had the special move that she did that never got a name, but it was just she'd fire a beam. She sure would fire a beam. Anyway, so they get to Akane's cafe and they're sad. Yep. Um, but then. But then. Yeah, Akane's like, hey, I heard your graduation speech was really good. Who'd like, you hear it from? Hear from? Surprise, it's Hikari. Hikari yeah. is here. And so are the little babies, Polo and yeah. Lulin. And just shushing them, saying like, "No, shush. <laughs> we can't give up the ghost yet." <laughs> and they finally, they finally reveal the boy's name. Yes, his name is Hikaru. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, I have been sitting on that since like episode seven. <laughs> it's very funny the name that this that this boy has, Hikaru. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yep, I, I love Akane's like, you know, I have a lot more relatives than I thought I did. She just, she just accepts this. <laughs> Calls the little kid a freeloader. For, yeah, she sure does. <laughs> she can't put him to work. Like, she can put Akari to work. Akari, Akari, who's like 13. Yes. Akari, who's actually like, you know, a year old. Yes. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things. Anyways, they'll always be together, forever and ever. Yeah. Yep, they and the fairies and everyone, they get to live together and move on. We get some text on screen that says forever. Thank you. Yeah. Um, And then I got sad again at the uh, end of this episode because, like, it's over. Mm-hmm. I, the, the, MacLeod is over, and I'm very, I'm very sad about it because, like, I, I'm... The two seasons of this, I've gotten really attached to these characters and everything. Well, there's still, we will see them at least one more time. I don't know how many of the all-star movies they show up for. But Charlie, you'll always be with them. Forever and ever. In your heart. You have a, you have a meeple on your desk. I do have a meeple on, on my desk. He'll always be with me. Fucking meeple must have moved a ton of merchandise. <laughs> meeple, meeple, definitely. There's a lot. Uh, there's like semi-recent merch of them, I want to say. Um, I don't know how recent the the Sanrio collab was, but there's like Sanrio designs of Meeple and Mipple too that are pretty good. My favorite piece of merchandise is the uh, wedding cake topper. That's a. <laughs> it's not even. It's not supposed to be a wedding cake topper, but we just keep joking about using it as one. It's it's fucking Honoka and Nagisa wearing wedding dresses together. It's because they're girlfriends. And they're girlfriends. They're, they're girlfriends. And they get mm. to go off to be... They go off... Let me try this again. And they get to go off to high school together as girlfriends. Yeah. yeah I do appreciate how gay this show is. And they have to hold hands to launch their special attack and stuff like that. They also have to hold hands to transform. They cannot transform yeah. without the other one being there, which is really cool. I mm-hmm. love it. When you watch more of the show, you will see just how how much these two are, two are girlfriends. This is a yeah. piece of official merchandise. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great. All right. So 
I hope you enjoyed the episode. I did. I enjoyed it a lot. It was really pleasant. And it was also just really nice to go back to this, like, era of kids anime. I really like the character designs, as I explained earlier. And it it had a very Digimon feel to how to the design and colors and stuff like that. And I like that mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's a good it's a good show. It's a good series. Yeah. You should all go watch Taiwa and Max Heart. Oh, I do have a couple of weird pretty cure stories. Um, okay. Okay. Before we end the episode. One was that when I watched the first episode of the series, I watched the ocean dub, which apparently is rare. Um and I was really surprised by how good it was. But it also means the characters got the American names. So, like, White is called Hannah. <laughs> yeah, Hannah Whitestone and, uh, God, what's the other one? Natalie Blackstone? Fun fact, it is not American dubbed. It was dubbed in Canada. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Ocean, Ocean did uh, also the Canadian. Uh, they do all the Canadian dubs. Yeah. Gotcha. But I, I was really surprised by how good the dub was for this 2003 kids anime. And two... I was doing research on the Commedia dell'arte for RPG characters in another game um, mm-hmm. and wound up on the site clownopedia.fandom.com. Uh, yeah, okay. Where, where the page for the Pierrot archetype is actually just a description of a villain from Smile Pretty Cure. Ah, uh, yes, yes. It does seem to catalog fictional clowns, but it's like the main article... And all the links for Pierrot lead to this page for the villain from Pretty Cure. And I'm pretty sure this is not the only Pretty Cure reference in clownopedia.fandom.com. I'm just going to say that out every time. Surely, surely Pissard is on there. Yeah. And to be clear, it's not a copy paste or a link to another wiki. It's its own entry on the site. But I'm like, I'm like, I wonder what the Pretty Cure wiki says. For this guy. And of course, the Pretty Cure Wiki is more thorough and does more to explain what a Piro is than the <laughs> page on the clown site. So I'm like, I'm calling you out, clownopedia.fandom.com, for being inaccurate with your clown facts. But also, you turned me on to more Pretty Cure, so I think it's forgiven. <laughs> that is good. I know exactly which character you're talking about. Uh, um. Josie, there's an important thing to know about the ocean dub, by the way. Uh-huh. There is an episode that the official like English name for the episode <laughs> is Fergie's Birthday Brew Haha. I'm <laughs> Sounds Fergalicious to me. I I, I I don't know what's the big deal is. Um <laughs> I'm glad you went to the same place I was going to go to. <laughs> it's the most important thing to know. It's the it reason is. why I do the bit of also known as. Yeah. I'm really glad I know that now. <laughs> and I bet if you Google Fergie's birthday brew, haha, our episode on it is probably like the third result. Probably. Hold on, let's let's do it in real time. Uh, All right. Fergie. He's I'm gonna birthday. bing it. That way we have Bruhaha. Uh, yep. It's the yeah. It's the first result. <laughs> Episode forty-three. Our podcast wins supreme. <laughs> yeah, on Bing, it's number four. But it's also not even our website. It's like a Spanish <laughs> version of Player.fm that has our episode. <laughs> It's very funny to me. <laughs> We've gone to some weird places on the internet today, everyone. <laughs> uh, I have found a thing uh, a thing here called fergieguides.blogspot.com. <laughs> Is it about the character Fergie or the person Fergie? I think it's just both. So it's mostly oh. the person Fergie. Why do you need a guide for either? It's it's mostly about the person Fergie, but there is an entry for a pre-cure season one episode forty-three. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's important to give that boy representation. <laughs> your fuck. 
I hope everyone out there listening to this podcast has enjoyed the time they spent with us. The 100 episodes talking about Futaiwa and Max are talking about Honoka and Nagisa and eventually Hikari and all of the fairies. And those frogs and that bird from the yes. movies. Yes, of course. Can't forget them. Jort's <laughs> <laughs> um, frog will remain in my heart. <laughs> It's also not what I did. I gave him a, a denim vest. I did not you give sure him did. jorts. <laughs> you could give him jorts. It's spiritually the same as jorts. <laughs> it's jorts, but for a frog. If a frog wore jorts, would he wear them like this or like this? <laughs> All right. Um, and I hope you're looking forward to us talking about delicious party precure when we get into that. Are we going to take a break? Um, we do have the Q&A we want to do. Yep, you should send in questions and also your favorite parts of the podcast and the shows if you want. Yeah. Mostly the podcast is what we want, but you can send in things about the show too. Yeah. Um, and then we have another Ben 10 episode to watch because we watch one at the end of the season as well. Um, I don't remember which episode we're on for Ben 10, but we'll, we'll figure it out. We got time. <laughs> I think the last one we did was Magic Girl or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Lucky Girl? Lucky Girl. That's yeah. the one. Alright. Um. Whoops. Oh. Who left? Cassidy! Cassidy left. Ah. I, I was How clicking around and I accidentally joined the vo a voice call instead of clicking on a text chat. Whoops. <laughs> I was like, Cassidy, we're not done yet. <laughs> I know. It's the fucking worst that you can do that. That it doesn't just ask, hey. Hey, do you want to join this? I mean, it there does, be, but you, you can get rid of that. I don't think I did. Okay, because they kept doing that to me, like being like, hey, you want to, you, you're like leaving this voice call to join another. Do you want to do that? And I can, I like, I never dismissed it for the longest time. So it would always take me a bit longer to get into voice calls because they would ask me that, like moving from one to the other. Maybe you can re-enable that. I don't know why it's disabled it for you where is that at what setting is that because i can't even find it i don't know um we should we doesn't should matter. finish doesn't matter yeah well you'll figure it out i'm sure there's a, there has to be a way um but yes if you want to send us questions you can send it to our twitter which is prepod engage um or you can send it to our email which is is it pretty cure podcast it's pretty cure podcast it's pretty cure podcast at gmail.com. We can also send in stuff for Magical Girl Sommelier. Sommelier, probably. Sommelier. Yeah. Magical Girl Sommelier. <laughs> I don't know how to say words. I just do a podcast. But yes, you can send it to those two places. Um, and you can find me, Charlie, online at Magical Unscore Pride, where I tweet about things. It's different all the time. Who knows what I'll be tweeting about when this episode comes out? Something. Probably how much I don't like being back at work, even though this episode, well, it comes out a week after I get back to, to work after my vacation. So it's still possible I'm talking about that. Um, or you can go listen to the podcast I do, like Other Other Pod, where I play Phantom the Brain. Or you can go listen to Breathing Space at Breathing X Space, where I was on season one and two, and I vote for season two. Or you can go listen to Void of Space, which is a podcast that I created. By the time this comes out, the third episode we have should be out, so you should go check that out at Devoid of Space. And that is everything I currently do. Take it away, Cassidy. I realize we usually ask our guests to go first, but I... Yeah. I am so sorry, Josie. You, please take it no, away no no it's fine i'll just bury this down deep and it'll come out on an opportune moment 10 years down the line 10 years this slight against me uh, oh no <laughs> uh, yeah hi i'm josie you can hear me on the city that never dies a 1920s inspired blades in the dark podcast i play echo i also run demon love and hellfire which is a Forged in the Dark interpretation of Demon the Fallen with three gay demons finding themselves in Miami. Uh, and that's on the same podcast network, Clever Corvid's Productions. You can also find me on Twitter at Dragon Girl Josie, where I am tweeting 
very not safe for work things. <laughs> okay, now I'll go. Okay. Uh, you can. Sorry, I, I should have popcorned it to you. Take it no, away, Cassidy. Hi. Hi, it's Hi. me. I'm Cassidy. You can find me on Twitter at Madlobot, and that's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. You can find all the podcasts that I do and that I guest on on my website is at madlobotanist.neocities.org. Same as my Twitter handle, that neocities.org. All right. Is that, is that the podcast? I, I think, think that's, the, that's podcast. the podcast. All right. Well, for potentially the final time, I don't know if we're going to have a different um, outro, but um, until next time, we need your help, Meepo. Girls, be forever. Hell yeah. My Hell other yeah. thing that I was considering was Girls Be Futaria Wa Pretty Cure Max Heart. Aw. <laughs> <laughs>